Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, August the 9th. Hope you're having a good day. We are glad to be with you on the radio today, 95.9 FM. Uh, We welcome you on the radio app, on the podcast, uh, those watching today on Facebook and YouTube. We are glad to have you, and and we mean that. We're very thankful that you would take the time uh, to join us. I hope the broadcast will be a blessing to you. Uh, What a a privilege we have uh, as a church to be able to have a radio station, have a radio ministry, and uh, we hope it's a blessing. Hope you share it with somebody. Hope you'll tell somebody about it. I'm amazed. I talk to a lot of folks that know about the radio, and then every once in a while I'll talk to somebody, and they'll say, I did not know about that. And so uh, I hope you pass the word and let folks know about it on the radio, uh, the radio app, if you use that. If you're listening by way of a podcast, you can share that. And then, of course, Facebook uh, or YouTube. Uh, Facebook's a little bit easier, I think, to share and to, uh, to, to spread the news about. But please do uh, let folks know about that. If we can ever help you, if you ever have any comments, uh, hopefully good comments, but if you ever have a comment or maybe it's something that um, uh, we could do for you, you can call us and uh, leave us a message here at 252-308-4600. That's the way to get in touch with us uh, concerning uh, the radio ministry, concerning this broadcast, The Winning Side. Uh, I hope you tune in on Friday. Of course, Friday we have a brand new broadcast for ladies. Uh, my wife Joanna is doing it and it, it, it airs at 8.30 on Friday morning and then there's a replay Friday afternoon at 3.30 and that's also on the radio. Uh, it's on the radio app, of course. There is the podcast available, Facebook, YouTube, video. Uh, it's available there. So I hope that would be a blessing to you. A uh, happy birthday today to Pam Mosley. Pam, hope you have a great day and we thank the Lord for you and Mike and uh, Mikey and uh, I hope you have a great day today on your birthday. I hope your uh, husband and son, I hope they spoil you good, and uh, I hope it'd be a great day. Let's pray uh, today uh, for our service tonight, 7 o'clock, prayer meeting and Bible study. We're in the book of Revelation. Our teens on target will be meeting uh, this uh, this evening at 7 o'clock, as they do really every Wednesday, except for maybe a few. And then uh, tonight is the last night of our summer kids club. That's been our, our kids program throughout the summer. Uh, next Wednesday. It's hard to believe. Master Clubs are back uh, August the 16th. And so that's an exciting time for our our young people. Of course, we have a whole army of workers uh, over in the Evans building every Wednesday night. They have a great program. They have Bible memorization. They have Bible lessons. They have an activity time there in the gym. And uh, they have a great time together. We have got some good folks there. And so I hope you be much in prayer and keep that in mind. Uh, Let's pray for a great day Sunday. Sunday is back to school Sunday. And uh, we're excited about that. Looking forward to some uh, great things we have planned uh, for the day on Sunday. Uh, Let's uh, go to a song. And after this song, we'll get into our Bible study. Let's be much in prayer for our church, our school. Pray for our missionaries. Pray for our ministries. Let's pray for one another. Uh, Right after this song, we will be in Hebrews 11 for the Bible study today. When I'm thirsty and dry And bread when I'm hungry and worn 
When the battle is raging, it's my faithful sword, a shelter from life's troubled storms. It's a light to my pathway and a lamp to my feet. When the world gets so dark, you can't see. And I've not made one change in one word that it says, but it sure made a change in me. This blessed old book that I hold in my hand is true from beginning to end. It's a solid foundation where I firmly stand. Sin kept me from it, now it keeps me from sin. When I think what it costs just to hold in my hand, it reminds me I owe a great debt To all of the martyrs who went to the stake And quoted it with their last breath Now its critics are many, believers are few But there's one thing I've found to be true If you find when you read it that there's something wrong Then there's something wrong with you This blessed old book that I hold in my hand from beginning to end It's a solid foundation where I firmly stand Sin kept me from it, now it keeps me from sin This blessed old book that I hold in my hand It's true from beginning to end It's a solid foundation where I firmly stand Sin kept me from it, now it keeps me from sin Sin kept me from it, now it keeps me Amen for that. Hebrews 11, we started yesterday, a brand new series. We went all the way through that series on prayer. It was 12 lessons, took us a lot longer than 12 days, uh, but uh, we went through that series on prayer. I hope that was a helpful uh, series. Yesterday, we began in Hebrews 11, a series on faith. This is a, a passage of scripture that we often refer to as God's Hall of Fame chapter. Now that's that's saying something there. Uh, if you go to see the the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, that's pretty incredible. Uh, you see the the NBA Hall of Fame or the NFL Hall of Fame. That's that's the best of the best. But here in Hebrews 11, we see that God lists certain uh, individuals who had great faith, and some of these individuals would be the ones would be ones we would not expect. They would not be ones we would pick on a list. But yet, I want to remind you today that man is focused on accomplishments. Man is looking for for big numbers, for for big success. Man is looking for for big things and uh, uh, the the grand and glorious and the impressive. But I want to remind you that God is looking at the heart. And you may be listening today and you say, Pastor, I've not done this, or I've not done that, or I've not accomplished this. But you know, if you are a man or a woman of faith and you uh, are trusting God and you, your confidence is in God, I want to tell you, God is pleased with that. And you have gotten the attention of God because of your faith. We see in Hebrews 11, verse 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. Verse number six, without faith, it is impossible to please him. What, what does it mean to have faith? Faith is believing something without seeing it. You see, once you have seen it, once you have experienced it, it's no longer faith, but faith it is looking ahead. And even though you can't see it, even though you can't figure it out, even though you can't make sense of it, you have faith 
in God. Now, I'm not talking about a blind faith. I'm not talking about a foolish faith. I'm not talking about you go up on the roof and say, well, I have faith that uh, God's going to catch me and I'm just going to jump off the... Don't. We're not talking about silly stuff, but we're talking about believing the promises of God. If God said it, you can believe it. For instance, uh, let's go to Genesis 1.1. You don't have to turn there. I think you know it. Uh, but Genesis 1.1, here is faith. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I wasn't there at creation and you weren't there at creation, but I believe God. And so therefore, uh, I, I do not believe in the theory of evolution because that it goes against what God has said. Faith is taking God at his word and believing God to be true. I like what the psalmist said, let God be true and every man a liar. Uh, if I ever contradict something that God has said in his word, God is true, the Bible is true, and I'm the one that is in error. And if you ever contradict anything that God has said in his word, then friend, I love you, God bless you, I'm not trying to be harsh, but, but you're wrong, and God is right. Faith is believing in the word of God. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So our faith is in the word of God. Don't, don't be silly, don't be foolish. Uh, don't make up stuff, don't, don't imagine stuff and you just say, well, I just believe this is gonna happen. Th that's craziness. I'm talking about faith that is grounded in the word of God. Faith is believing without seeing. The Old Testament word is the word trust, trust in the Lord, have faith in God. And so we're looking at that. We saw uh, yesterday, uh, this uh, idea of faith and how we get faith. Faith comes through the Word of God. Uh, faith is the victory uh, that overcomes the world. And so here we look today as we start in Hebrews 11. Let's look at the first Bible character that is mentioned. The first one in Hebrews 11 and verse number four, it says, By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. Interesting, Abel is the first one that is mentioned, and it is referred to of his sacrifice that he made. Remember the story in Genesis 4. Uh, let me read a few verses here. Verse number Two, it says, and she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Uh, Abel was a shepherd. Uh, Cain was a, a farmer. He was bringing in crops and Abel was taking care of the sheep. And it says, in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought the fruit of the ground, of the fruit of the ground, an offering unto the Lord. Now, is there anything wrong with bringing an offering to the Lord? Absolutely not. But here's the problem, is that God had indicated the kind of offering that he wanted. Remember, that was instituted even back in the uh, Garden of Eden when there was uh, the, the animals that were, were killed and the skins were used as a covering. And that was a picture of the, the atonement, the, the covering for sin that would take place until Jesus came uh, to be the Lamb of God that would take away the sin of the world. But Cain did not bring an animal. He brought of his crops. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with bringing an offering, but there is something wrong with doing something that God has indicated differently. And you'd say, I'm going to do it my own way. Verse um, four and Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. Now I want, to, I want you to understand this. God was not pleased with Cain because Cain was not obedient. 
Uh, Cain did not do what God had said. But here's where it gets worse. And Cain was very wroth. He became very angry. He lost his temper. His countenance fell. You know what that means? Everybody could see it. Uh, maybe today, maybe you're having a bad day and everybody can see it. Cain was mad. He was angry. Uh, he was furious. He, his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, why art thou wroth? Uh, why is thy countenance fallen? God's trying to work with Cain. God's trying to help Cain. God's trying to give uh, Cain some, uh, some, some, some correction, some instruction. But it says in verse number seven, if thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. Wow, look at this. Cain uh, was upset. Cain became jealous because Abel's offering was accepted and his was not. And I think there was bitterness and there was uh, uh, anger and there was uh, all of these emotions that took control of Cain. But let's go back to Abel for a minute. Abel is the first one mentioned in Hebrews 11 because of his faith, because it says that he offered uh, a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. He just said, I just believe God. I'm just going to do it God's way. This is a reminder uh, here as we look at Abel uh, that uh, God notices and, and God is concerned with us obeying and God is concerned with us doing what he has told us to do. I see number one, and we'll just, we'll stop here, but I see about Abel and his faith. I see number one, that Abel was serious about doing it God's way. I want to encourage you today. You may say, well, I don't have this or I don't have that or I can't do this or I can't be here or I can't go there. But you can be faithful and you can do what God has told you to do and we can be obedient. God would never require of us something that we are not able to do. And so number one, I see that Abel was serious about doing it God's way. We don't know how much God told Abel. We don't know how much he knew about what God required in a sacrifice. But I want to say this. God wasn't trying to trick Abel. God wasn't trying to trick Cain. God's not trying to trick you. God's not trying to fool you. God's not trying to, uh, to pull a fast one on you. But when God speaks, we better listen. When God speaks, we ought to listen well. We ought to be serious about doing it God's way. Did you know that God does not have to repeat himself? Now, sometimes he does, and aren't you glad for that? Aren't you glad sometimes for the, the second and third and fourth chances? God will sometimes, but he doesn't have to. We have the responsibility to listen and to do it God's way. We'll look tomorrow more about Abel and how he was a man of faith. And may God help us to have that kind of faith, to be serious about doing what God has told us to do, whether it makes sense or not, but to have faith in the Word of God. I hope you have a great day. Look forward to seeing you tonight. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast 
with Jeremy Coburnett.